This is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to the Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Dr. Troy. Welcome to the show, Dr. Troy. Well, thank you, Gigi, for being there. And you know, I like to do a little finger dancing. So not only are we walking, but we're going to do a little finger dancing. I love it. Love the positive attitude. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about you and where are you from, Dr. Troy? Well, I was born and raised in a very small town in West Virginia, but uh, I now currently live in Daniel Island in uh, South Carolina near Charleston. I so, love it. Yeah. So you want a little about me. So my PhD is in global leadership and entrepreneurship, and my dissertation was in group dynamics with an emphasis on cohesion. But I do have to say is that typically what happens, but because we're on the podcast, I'll do this. But typically what happens is when someone asks me about like a work-related question, the first thing I ask them is I said, you know, I'll tell you that, but you have to tell me something about you that's not on your resume. So now I'm going to ask you, Gigi, what is something about you that's not on your resume? Well, that, the fact that I'm a domestic violence survivor, a sexual assault survivor and advocate as well for both, as well as other topics. Well, thank you so much for being honest and, and sharing that, that piece of information. You know, it's so important in life that we create connections before content and that we really get an opportunity to get to know people and to know more about them. And oftentimes in these uh, in work environments that we're in or in these professional environments, we spend so much time on our role that we forget our identity. So I appreciate so much you sharing that very sensitive part of your identity. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Now, Dr. Choi, can you tell us a little bit more about your book? Well, the book, Coation Culture, Proven Principles to Retain Your Top Talent, was written specifically to help organizations infuse cohesion into their culture. So the trademark cohesion culture program includes all kinds of information from assessments and surveys to um, education, coaching, all of that. But the book was specifically written so that individual leaders could infuse that cohesion into their culture and they could build these safe workspaces where people had a sense of belonging, value, and shared mutual commitment. Because when those strategic elements of cohesion are present within a culture, then we have an opportunity to build a type of space where people want to stay. And it's all about retaining your talent. Excellent. Now, what does leadership mean to you, Dr. Choi? Well, I have a very simple definition that I follow, and it says it's the ability to motivate, influence, and enable others to be successful. And those words were very specifically chosen because they have a very different purpose. When you are thinking of motivating someone, it's about the stimulus. It's how are you stimulating them toward what their dreams, goals, and aspirations are. And influence is about molding the thinking. How can you help them put thoughts into their head that help them achieve what they want to do? And it could be things that they read or hear or the people that they talk to. Who are their sphere of influence in their life? And then lastly, enabling is about providing resources and removing obstacles. And that really sums up the concept of leadership. And it's from a transformative perspective, which says that the leader will focus on others first and then self. And that's why my definition includes on helping others be successful. I love it. The leader will focus on others first and then self. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. Very powerful. Now, Dr. Troy, can you explain to us the award-winning approach of developing a cohesion culture? 
Well, that uh, approach uh, has to do with how organizations can become a best place to work. And it is uh, wrapped around uh, the concepts of what I call CAPES. So when I'm doing an engagement with an organization, we sort of think about CAPES. We all want to be superheroes at some point in time. But I tell you that the CAPES are optional, except in this case. And so it's all about exploring our uh, discovery, the cultural discovery that we have. And then it's assessing that culture and assessing what's happening. It's putting a plan together and then it's creating the education that goes with it. And then what are the sustainability activities that you will do to make sure that once you have gotten it to a level that you want, how will you continue to allow it to evolve and to grow and to mature into that type of an environment where people want to stay? Absolutely amazing. Now, Dr. Choi, tell us a little bit more about the challenges that you faced in your life. Well, I, I think my biggest challenge was uh, re reverting back to early childhood uh, is kind of where this began. At 12 years old, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. I lived in a small rural town in West Virginia, poor economic conditions, limited education. We were 30 to 45 minutes from the nearest large employer or, or medical facility. And 50 years ago, when people were diagnosed with cancer, the idea that we typically had was that they would die, that there would be no survivor because the survival rate was very limited then. Medicine and, and technology has changed so much. And my mom created a tremendous amount of leadership influence on me during that summer that she had her operation and recovered. It was my job to, to help take care of her. And I learned so much about leadership, but that was a struggle, a struggle thinking that you're going to lose your mom, a struggle that you think that you're going to be by yourself and that you're going to be alone. And, and what will you do? Uh, but mom poured into me that summer and I poured into her. It was my job to take care of her and to get my dad off to work. So because he was the protector and provider. The good news is mom lived 43 years beyond that awful summer, uh, but she did succumb eventually to Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Such a powerful testimony. Thank you for sharing that with us, Dr. Choi. You're now, welcome. you have a powerful quote. It says, you don't have to know everything. You just need to be teachable. Explain that to us a little bit. Well, on page 20 of the book, I mentioned seven attributes of an effective leader. And the first attribute is teachability. You see, if the mind isn't ready to absorb new information, if the mind isn't ready to accept ideas and viewpoints from people who don't look, think, or act like you, then you're sort of stagnant. It's like what else, these other attributes are all important, but you've got to get the mind right first, then you can move forward in leadership and be the most effective leader. And I was inspired by the Beatitudes, uh, taking it from Sermon on the Mount and said, you know, th these are really great attributes that can be uh, important for successful leaders. And it really starts out with your mind being set to being teachable, and then it leads to being compassionate and extending grace to seek the truth, to be humble, to be authentic, to be intentional about what you do, and then to be a peacemaker. I love it. Now, Dr. Choi, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Well, first of all, don't take yourself too seriously. I think that's one thing that will be helpful. I think, you know, making things work, we could always create a tremendous amount of negativity around circumstances. And one of the very important lessons that my mom taught me early on was this. She says, Troy, she says, your character will be defined by the choices you make, not the circumstances you find yourself in. 
She said, we were poor by circumstance, not by choice. I had cancer by circumstance, not by choice. But you, when you choose who you're going to be in those circumstances, you have now made a choice and you've not let the circumstance dictate your life, but you've allowed the choice to make your life. And what you speak creates the life around you. You speak negativity, you're going to have negativity. It's why it's so important to, to eliminate that limiting language, that, that negative thought process. And that's why getting the mind right and being teachable is so important because when you're teachable, you have this more positive out, uh, outlook to life and, and being able to, to really think about things and know that, and it also takes the pressure off, right? As leaders, we have so much pressure. We have to do everything. We have to know everything. And, you know, it's so much better to be a Mr. Learn-It-All than to be a Mr. Know-It-All. That's very true. Now, what is your best advice to folks who may have a loved one who's going through or battling cancer as well? Um, I think the important thing is to remember that it's their emotional connection that you need to pay attention to, not yours. That you can sometimes become so wrapped up in your own emotion that you've forgotten about the patient. Uh, when my mom had uh, her series of, of Ill illnesses through uh, the Alzheimer's and the Parkinson's, and as we get to Alzheimer's and we know how devastating that is, I had to let mom be and I had to let her be whatever it was. I, I didn't go into the situation trying to make her remember who I was, trying to put stress, trying to put pressure on her, all the things that were important to me. It was all about her, her care. And so I would say to individuals going through that situation, be for them and find out what they need. And don't try to act like you already know everything. Just be in that space. Um, another one of the lessons that my mom told me and taught me, she said, sometimes she says, she says, can you hold the umbrella? And I go, what do you mean? Can you hold the umbrella? She says, sometimes people just need you to hold the umbrella when they're in the rain. They don't need you to give them the silver lining. They don't need you, to, they don't need you to, to, to give them advice about not being in the rain. They just need you to be with them. So can you hold the umbrella? So that would be my advice I would give to other uh, individuals facing this, uh, the friends of those individuals facing it is be that person who holds the umbrella. I love it. Be the person who holds the umbrella. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Dr. Choi, do you have any last words for the audience? Listen, I'm a soundbite waiting to happen. I have lots of words for, for people, but I would just say that, uh, you know, really embody the, the spirit of, of having a positive outlook because the words that you speak will create life. Choose your words wisely. Amen. Choose your words wisely. Thank you, Dr. Choi. Now, You're where right. can the audience find you? Well, they can find me at drtroyhall.com. And that's just 13 little letters. And if you search for me on LinkedIn, where you get a lot of information, including my newsletter, which goes out, I do not sell on LinkedIn. I provide leadership advice and you can connect with me at drtroyhall, Dr. Troy Hall. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Dr. Troy on drtroyhall.com. And Dr. Troy, Thank you again for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. 
I thank you. I appreciate you too. And it was just a wonderful experience. You're so energizing and it's so easy for me to have energy because it just bounces right off of you. And that smile, if individuals are watching and see that smile, it just lights up the screen. Thank you again so much. Thank you, Dr. Choi. Real quick before we wrap up here, what folks are not aware of prior to hopping on here is we were just talking about joy and, and the energy as well and attitude. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this message today, show up and be grateful. And remember, gratitude truly matters. Thank you. God bless you and be safe. All right, so we're good, right? I'm just waiting for you to say we're done recording. It's still live. <laughs> we're still oh, live. Oh, we're still, we're live. Okay, that's great. I wasn't sure how that was working. It appears.